The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. So it would appear that uh, the two-all draw with Chelsea at the weekend, the creditable, powerful, gutsy uh, two-all draw at uh, two-all draw that was a victory, but only a point, uh, has come at a price. Kuti Romero is injured for a month. Did you hear this shit? Uh, well, apparently not. No. The, the most recent update, which seems oh, no, to be within the last half an hour, is that it was just the... The was the yeah. Cucurella, you know, when he landed yeah. on his knee. No, he just he left one on. on him. Um, but it's just that he'll back training. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You don't you don't need to hurdle it, do you? Uh, but no, he'll be back in ten days. Oh, fine, fuck it. So, so he'll be training again next week. Right, you see the fixture list. It's probably not much of a miss at all. We saw Wolverhampton as well. I thought this. I'll sit it out anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it really was the Champions League would have been a miss yeah. and um, City. But it sounds like it'll be back for those. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I think. I don't know who the fuck it is that's actually reporting on this shit. No, I saw some Argentinian guy. somebody is. So. Uh, it was Alistair Gold initially and then some Argentinian guy. Uh, what's going on about it? Yeah, well, this one, I don't know who it was. Gaston, go. Gaston, what is his actual name? Gaston Edel. Uh, I don't know why he knows, he seems to be an Argentinian guy. Whisperer. So I'm not sure why he knows better, but yeah, apparently it's, uh, it's not that bad. It's impact, it's not muscular. So who's, who's so Alistair Gold is so the one reporting that it was muscular. So where's he getting that from? What the hell is he doing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How long ago was it? Were they still? It would have been mid afternoon. Figured it out by now, wouldn't it? Ah. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck no. So, so we'll what's even we'll better? What's even months. better about this this incredible, beautiful two or one point victory at Stamford Bridge, ninety fifth minute um, equaliser, one point victory at uh, the, the gates of hell? Uh, was that? If that was the case, Romero played through that injury, uh, which would have been from the first half all the way through. Yes, and that kind of explains his his his. Yeah. Not only is it we already know is these are fucking Trojan, but the fact that he carried on anyway in in, in pain throughout the rest of the game, and it, I think it explained his performance yeah. in a way. He became, yeah. uh, he he became a guy who. It was like a. It was like watching a, uh, a very old Clint Eastwood film where he was just shirts off, bare knuckle fighting. Where it was, it was no. There was no athleticism necessarily in it. It was just toe to toe throwing punches. 
and seeing if you had a big chin or not. Uh, he wasn't running. Yeah. He wasn't running. Because so, it felt like that. His socks were half down. And all he was doing was waiting to assassinate and get into, get into small fights and then, then back away in, in, in his inimitable style that he's got. But he explains his performance completely because he, he, wasn't, he wasn't chasing anything anymore. He was just letting the fight come to him. And the fight does come, yeah. to, come to him. So when he was yeah. chopping yeah, yeah. Uh, Habits in half, Cucurella, uh, well, he was already injured. And he was letting letting it come to him. Uh, I find that found that quite interesting. Normally he, he goes hunting for it, but he was he was he was overexerting himself in pain, uh, which makes the the, the the one point victory at the um, Stamford Bridge all the more pleasing. Uh, yeah, when Conte talks about suffering, this was suffering. We must suffer. It's we ate shit. We ate shit for a lot of this game, <laughs> but. Um, uh, if you lost that match, we would, and we played exactly the same way. Uh, all of the same problems would have been would have existed. As it is, we've got a point. We built a bit more team harmony. We are a relatively new team. You're playing against a Chelsea side two years ago in the Champions League final. They've been in the quarterfinals or the, the semi-finals of the Champions League the last two or three years. So th- these guys were. And it, it stood, it stood by the way oh, yeah, that Tuchel was set up. It was to kill us rather than do the killing in in a, in a way. So it was there to nullify us, and they did a great job of doing yeah. that. And then hope for a set piece, of which they got, of which they got. Yeah. Um, so they're very well prepared for mm. that type of game. They will struggle when they have to take a game to a shitter team. They really will struggle, and that's why it's such a big. Yeah two points lost for them because they'll play someone rubbish next week and they'll play exactly the same way but that other rubbish team will be far more prepared for set pieces and spend their entire week based on set pieces whereas and they can't break through uh, the only reason why people weren't groaning with frustration at Stamford Bridge is they got there they, they played a certain boxy way they stank us out with lots of midfielders and uh, got a set piece and then they could just sit on it uh, that won't wash against shitter teams, uh, and, and, and you know, in the same way that they struggled against Everton. So they're in a bit of a problem because they don't have any firepower, whereas we do, and uh, we can we can mix things up. Um, so yeah, fabulous, fabulous. Marky angry. Both mm-hmm. our managers sent off at the end. Um, uh, <laughs> all very undignified, but all fabulous television. I've missed oh, yeah, that kind of thing, that kind of anger. <laughs> we used to get it lots with Wenger and uh, yeah. Mourinho and, and you know, Wenger and, and uh, Ferguson back in the day. Um, we don't really get too much of much of that anymore. Um, well, uh, then Conte left, and then Mourinho was no longer uh, no longer relevant in that in that sense. <laughs> Uh, so okay, well, what, 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 what did you what did you make of that? Uh, we'll, we'll go through the pieces. I think it's very important that we do go through the pieces because there, um, the, there was a, a fucking ding dong and so much incident yeah. and bollocks was going on. Oh yeah, no, um, but yeah, that's an overall piece. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean we were obviously uh, we were obviously very yeah optimistic, kind of going into it. But that optimism yeah. hinged on the, a couple of factors. Yeah. I mean, the two obvious ones are Kane and Son. Yeah. If one of them is firing, we're more likely to 
you know, dominate a little bit more. Sadly, that wasn't really the case. Um, and then, yeah, when you yeah. see like Loftus Cheek as a right wing back, you're thinking, oh, okay. But I think it did kind of prove that in a high-pressure game where you do kind of need players to almost overperform yeah. a little bit, I'd say Loftus Cheek probably overperformed considering the role that he was in. Yeah, Sess is a bit too much yeah. for Sess, I think, in terms of the occasion and all that sort of thing. And I don't think Hamilton's particularly good high-pressure. So it did make it very difficult for us to build anything. So there wasn't much hold-up play. There wasn't much sticking. So it was yeah. backs to the wall for, for kind of large parts of it. But it was... Um, yeah, they had a oh couple of yeah. chances that they should have scored. The Havertz one, uh, Reese James, excellent cross. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't no, no. like Hugo had to make hundreds of saves. It wasn't that sort of that sort of battering. Uh, but it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was pretty resilient for the most part. Um, and yeah, that's the point gained. When did we last get a point at the bridge? Yeah, many many have failed. Well, you know, done that. It's the point we wouldn't have had last season that we do now and it, as you know I think you may yeah. have said I don't know loads of people have being able yeah. to come back in the whatever minute it was right at the end did show a, a resilience that has been lacking and being able to bring Perisic on who immediately started delivering disgusting crosses from corners it, uh, it showed that we are yeah we are a much different prospects so we were, yeah, you know, oh, God, on another yeah. day they could have scored a couple more, but you know, Harry had his chance. Most other days he scores that, that's one all and everything's a little bit different. It's uh, yeah, it's fine margins in these sorts of games. And for the most part, the fine margins were kind of on their side. It's just kind of one of those really. But yeah, as you say, this is a team yeah. that was in Champions League finals routinely in the semifinals. Pretty much the same group. Um, they know exactly what is expected of them how to do it and uh, and they did you know they, they, they were good there's mm. no there's no fault in it they were better than I was expecting them to be uh, but I, no I thought I thought we were yeah we were okay so it kind of highlighted the either unreadiness or yeah not quite rightedness of an Emerson or something like that in Cess not being able okay. to stamp any sort of authority on it Um but no, it was, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's one point of three, technically speaking, really. It's, it's, it's a game that we've never, no. well, certainly not for a long time, we've ever expected to go in and come out with any sort of dignity, let alone a result. Uh, so, yeah, well, yeah, I, I feel, feel like that, we came yeah, out with both. It's the difference, it's the, again, it's the difference of the Conte team. It's uh, years gone by, we would, we would have played well and lost. This time, it's a different proposition. We're playing badly and drawing. Yeah. Uh, against a team that we never win anything at Stamford Bridge, um, so yeah, we're just a, a, a we're we're a, a completely yeah. different proposition, and uh, I do find it fascinating that you know this season they're going to be referees are going to be uh, because there's been a suggestion there's too much time wasting, uh, there are too many big boys playing. Uh, playing games within games that shut down matches. Referees are now allowing fouls, allowing half fouls. So it's shit. It was football that we would have had in the 90, up until quite recently. Uh, so simulation isn't, a, we're trying to get rid of simulation. So yeah. we're yeah. letting fouls go. And if you're a simulator, 
Yeah. And yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, if, just falling over yeah, easy if you and, are a and, that sort of stuff, and you're going to go yeah, down. If referees aren't giving them, eventually you're going to stop simulating. Because there's no point me rolling around when I could have been on my feet yeah. if I wasn't even hurt in the first place. So they're, 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 so they're going the whole way, the upper, the other yeah. direction, in a, in a direction in, in, in the eighties, nineties football was all like you could you could kick each other all day long, and very very rarely you would get a, um, a yellow card. So uh, that's what they're doing for the game, and I think it's fascinating that we've got a player like Romero who already plays very close to the letter of the law. But now we have a situation where we've got this guy who, who does kick people and <laughs> fouls people and is borderline violent. But now they've changed the rules to allow this guy to thrive even more. Uh, so if you're in a situation where you've you've gone too far with ball-playing centre-backs yeah. who are touchy-feely, who don't ever play in contact, um, you're fucked now because you need to go back to a guy who snarls and kicks and bites uh, like the good old days of Chelsea with the Carvajos and the Terrys. And that's kind of been stamped out of the game uh, a touch. Uh, the Vidiches, that's been stamped out of the game a touch. And now if you don't have one, one of those, you're, you're slightly at a disadvantage yeah. because referees are get, letting shit go. So um, in the same way that you saw Anderson fuck up uh, Nunes for him to head by, uh, him to get sent off. So there's a lot more of that shit. <laughs> that, like you've, They've opened yeah. the door back. Yeah. They've turned the key back. The clock back to a day where centre backs could yeah. just leave one on centre forwards, and centre forwards have been in such an environment of nobody can kick me that he was shocked by that behaviour and then fell into the trap completely like an absolute dullard and gets himself sent off. So there's going to be lots of backtracking with lots of clubs and lots of managers and lots of tactics as to how they approach this now because referees are just going. <laughs> Play on, boys. As you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, quite yeah, I mean, the, I mean, we made a big deal over the, the yeah. Benton Court tackle and the build-up to our to our first goal. And uh, I still don't know the amount of angles yeah. I see. I still, I still can't know. really see either way what it is. <laughs> Because uh, he definitely gets a touch on the ball. Yeah. So the question is, does he go through him first to get a touch on the ball? With certain angles, it looks like yes. Others, it looks like no. So it's, it's one of those. It's so marginal. Then, yeah, they probably should be letting it go. But as you say, exactly. the strikers have got so used to getting those decisions just kind of guaranteed that they'll make those situations happen to kind of get the free kick. So, I mean, yeah, he would have liked to carry on with the ball, but ultimately, if keeping yeah. possession, winning a foul yeah. is, is as valuable all the time. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see lots of little ones Sterling going down easily when he feels a bit of contact in the back, all that sort of shit. But you know, likewise, our players not get given stuff. I think the yeah. build up to the Reese James goal, Decky kind of got shoved, yeah. but you know, it wasn't really a foul, and uh, the goal came from it. So as you say, yeah, it's going to force players if provided it stays the rules stay like this and they don't just go back the other way. Um, there's going to be a lot of that shit, a lot of goals coming yeah. from situations where somebody's going to be extremely fucking upset because it's a decision that they would normally get or the opposition would normally get. Yeah, there'll be lots yeah, of we'll situations see. where we'll players through exactly the same incident <laughs> last season would have got a 
a foul for now don't and so they're going to have to do some serious backpedaling going back to like when they played as, as, uh, as a kid you have to stay up you have to stay up and it has to be a proper foul for it to happen which is great mm. okay so um and that's again it's all part of the new proposition of Chelsea as of Tottenham as well that normally we get beaten up and lose they try to beat us up but they don't really have the players to be those bastards they're close they're in that environment they're in a, an environment where this was no, it's just yeah, the norm anymore. but it's kind of disappearing a little bit and they don't have enough players to fully enforce all of that all of the time um, and then proven with their bench they don't really have much of a bench to make a difference and then they were when you see the marking that was going on for our equaliser there's some serious shit going on and I and I think Chelsea are not going to be they're going to concede a lot of goals at set pieces if anything to go by that uh, Mora, Harry Kane and Richarlison were free for for that particular header anyway going to the, going to the top so yeah uh, uh Tuchel matched up with us. Uh, yeah, Loftus-Cheek at right wing back. That was the, the huge surprise at the beginning. You're playing a central midfielder and an almost attacking central midfielder who doesn't really run that much, who's six foot three or four, uh, can't really get about much at right wing back. And you're, you're, immediately you're thinking, what the fuck is this? What the hell is he doing? And so um, there was chat in the commentary that Tuchel pre-match had said, yes, I'm going to be playing... Uh, Loftus-Cheek at right wing back but there's the whole in and out of possession nonsense um, because he doesn't cross and doesn't really do a great deal apart from hold things up and he's a unit and Tuchel might find him interesting in a set piece scenario of which again I don't think he jumps for but you know he could have scored a header before the, uh, the end of the first half so he was yeah. and then you had Reese James at right centre back so it was, yeah, Mendy, James, Thiago, Kudabali, Jorginho sitting, two in front, Kante and Mount in the, in the half space between the midfield and the attack. Uh, Loftus-Cheek and Cucurella, uh, right and left wing backs, and Havertz and Sterling. So they played a little box, Havertz, Sterling, Mount and Kante. Uh, so you couldn't ever get a ball into um, central midfield. They were allowing balls to go out to... Davies. Davies was so conscious that he's slow. Uh, didn't have a pass inside. The balls, uh, the balls going into Kane and Son were going nowhere. And he was aware that he didn't want to be caught out of position, so didn't want to run out with the ball because he would have to go backwards. This is a real. This is a real problem that, yeah. that will exist with this team. And uh, they, Chelsea, were also very aware of never leaving Romero to come out with it. So it always was allowed to be funneled in the Davis direction. Mm -hmm. So our central midfield aren't getting the ball. Hurricane, it's not sticking. Uh, Solent, it's not uh, going over the top. Uh, Kulu is being double teamed. Cucurella uh, and um, Kulabali. Um, Dyer is spraying balls over, all over the shop to people's esophagus eye. Um, there wasn't much. There wasn't much going on. We we started with Larice uh, Romero, Dyer, Davies, same side against uh, Southampton, Royal, Hoybjerg, Bentaker, Sess, Kulu, Kunz, uh, Kane, and Son. Um, uh, started very well for the first few minutes. There were, but we weren't sharp enough. Uh, Kulu robs Jorginho, should release Son, gives him a shit pass behind him, uh, has to check. 
should do better, should be releasing yeah. him so he doesn't have to uh, get a touch. Uh, Son takes a free kick with his left foot. I don't know why when Kulu was standing next to him. So very odd. It's like he's seen Perisic, Perisic do it and then yeah. he suddenly thought, I can do that too. He's too much in, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm the most both-footed. Thank uh, you very much. Tottenham again, don't use a threatening position. Uh, Hoiberg feeds Kane into Son. Not enough urgency from Son. So it's already started quite slowly for Son and Kane, uh, which is quite upsetting in matches where we need these guys or at least one of them to perform. Uh it does get a little bit better. But uh, after those two opportunities where we don't do anything with it, uh, Chelsea do crawl back into the match. Chelsea playing this narrow box up top, no pass into central midfield. Uh, the game gets slightly shapeless, 13 minutes. Um, uh, what have we got here? Uh, that's all the stuff about Davis being the release guy. Uh, another sloppy son touch on the break after good Bentinka work. Uh, 18 minutes, Larice save. So this is the uh, the save that brings about the corner that Gulabali scores his. So uh, you have it straight at Larice. Larice should save it. Kicks it straight at him. I don't know why it's it's, it's gone with his foot. I don't know why it's straight at him. Uh, but he kicks it wide, so it's fine. After Sterling's release, who pulls it back, who drags it back to Havertz for a first-time shot. Uh, Son, but it all comes from Son not using the ball well. Um, uh, and then Cucurilla takes an outswinging corner. So I heard all this shit that uh, last season all of their corners were in-swingers. And this, this week, all, uh, all of their corners were out-swingers. Um, I don't know any, uh, what any of that hey. means, but mm-hmm. you cannot have a situation where Koulibaly standing unopposed that close to the goal. Uh, I don't no. know what Royale yeah. is doing. I don't know what. So I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, the Royale wasn't very bright there. Just letting him stand there to just slice a ball directly from the corner unopposed. So that's 19 minutes. Uh, so they haven't done anything in all that time. They've had one shot, uh, at least a corner. They get their goal. So they're playing midfielders all over the shop. They're playing this narrow box um, just outside the 18-yard box. So the ball doesn't get into uh, central midfield. So it just gets funneled out uh, left to right. We switch it up at one point where Hoiberg drops into where Ben Davis was and releases... Uh, ben Davis, so he's almost playing on the touchline just to get him about the place, just to try and break up that little box that they'd created, this little little trap that they've done for many against many other teams. They did it against Man City, and it's worked for them um, in the past. Uh, but we couldn't seem to find a way. One, we weren't playing very well, so nobody was really breaking any presses or breaking any lines and we couldn't there was no release ball with Son or Kane because it wasn't sticking but we were dangerous on these little breaks of which stopped very swiftly in that half and then that half just became uh, very painful and uh, it became a half that I'd watched hundreds of thousands of times Uh, Tottenham looking slightly uh, (laughs) less intense as them uh, getting 
half fouled all over the shop and feeling sorry for themselves. They had this very good system of if anybody, there'd be the guy that's marking you, then the other, if another guy would come in and take you out slightly so the next guy would clean up. And it was happening quite a lot. Any half balls in the air, one guy would uh, <laughs> knock you off balance and the next guy would clean up. This was happening a, um, a lot. Uh, what have we got? Um, Chelsea now dropped 10 yards and uh, let passes into Hoiberg and Benton Kerr as soon as they get their goal. Davis struggling to make effective ball, doesn't want to go forward because he's worried that's what we touched on, doesn't want anybody to go behind. We need to prove on Davis. And particularly in a situation where shit's not working, and that's again, that's absolutely fine. We have lots of different players to fulfill those same roles. But if we're going to do this again, where we switch to a back four, that left centre-back has to be quite comfortable. I mean, we would kill for a 2017 Jan Vertonghen who could just slip, who could just slip into these roles. He can play, he's almost a central midfielder. He can come out with the ball. He can join attacks. He can play left back if you want. Uh, That's the kind of player we're looking for in world football. Uh, Because if we are going to do this and people uh, with our rigid system, which is, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with a rigid system as long as you have interchangeable pieces to do exactly the same roles. That's great. I don't, I don't, I don't, I find that an effective way of doing things, but if we are going to, because Conte switched to a four just to fuck them up, just to fuck them up uh, to, to the extent that I'm going to fuck them up for a bit and then switch back again. Um, So I've, I've no real trust in the four, particularly with that personnel to switch in between, but then, quickly go back again as soon as Tuchel's made his adjustment when he's made his move and switch back again. That's the trick. Uh, yeah. This is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is why yeah, people don't do this bread. kind of thing at half time because if you do it at half time, the opponent got time to work it out. If you do it mid game, you steal a march on them for a bit. You hopefully take that advantage while you can that short window before the opponent uh, tactically uh, answers your move. And then you switch back to the, what you wanted in the first place. It's very, it's very devious. It's very devious. But unfortunately, it, we got yeah. our goal switch into the four. Then we conceded in the four. And then Conte had seen enough with uh, um, Ben Davies being hung to dry out there. Not, not only is athleticism, is you can't have him play there. You, you, we've decided years ago that he can't play left back. He can only play centre back as long as he's got other centre backs to help him out. So... When he's on his own, it's just horrible. It's just horrible. Yeah, a left uh, Chelsea plays dodgy games with a straight, uh, yeah. but if they didn't get a goal from a set piece, the Chelsea fans would be annoyed that is they can't get past us. Um, um, uh, at this point, I've got 29 minutes. Has Romero found a single telling pass out from the back? Uh, 36, Mount shoots over the bar. So... We would have already had the moment that Cucurilla leaves one on at that point. Uh, yeah. And I was going to let it slide, but then you look at it later and it it, look, it does look like he's, he's not tried to avoid him, put it that way. Uh, again, it's the, the freebie. 
Yeah. So yeah. the first good pass out from the back from Romero beats exactly. Press. Kane can't do anything with it. Uh, had to be first time into Benteke. Because Kane's touch, this is the frustration you have when you think you're playing shit. You have to try and make your touch work. He should have just played with his instinct. His first time into Benteke it took too long. Um, Kane and Son have been too passive. Uh, quite a funny moment. Mount spat on Dyer by mistake. Mm. Uh, they all took it in good, good humour. Uh, Mason Mount actually <laughs> had to wipe the spit off. Uh, Dyer's shorts and I gave him a little pat afterwards and, and Dyer like a hero that he is um, I was like oh it's fine work. mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what the uh, fuck is going on yeah he's back and not shorts, looking and then the turned around and he got him into our shit <laughs> and then uh, James Cynical fell on Son so one of the no, rare instances we actually break <laughs> Uh, prime directive issued by Tuchel is to mm. never let Son go. And if Son does go, take that yellow. And he did that. And that was the first good thing Son had done 38 minutes. 44, Jorginho lofted ball into Loster's cheek. Who would, who was, it was kind of a stodgy presence. He kept the ball a bit. He can't get round you. He's got a decent touch. Uh, can't pass, can't shoot, can't head but has some touches. And because now uh, Chelsea are a small team, I think he, he feels the need to bolster up with some big guys once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly yeah. Against us. Cause with we, that head, we he should have done better, but he clearly has no instinct for it. Uh, Seth misreads ball, takes out off to cheek. Uh, there's a fair amount of Seth being slightly lost out there coming into things too late or too early. Yeah, uh, not really timing his runs, um, but you know it, it, we ate we ate shit in that half, and that was that was acceptable. Uh, it started well, didn't um, weren't urgent enough in the moments where we could have executed. Uh, but then you know again, it's people really thinking that oh, we started well here, we might get another chance. It really isn't that. Uh, if you don't start well. You're gonna. The other team's gonna come back in. So we kind of we were, were too too passive, and they were a little bit more intense. It's their first game of the season, so we accept that. So it's, oh, we were only one nil down at half time, which was great. Um, they hadn't really done much. They yeah. play lots of midfielders. They have hardly any forwards, and certainly people can't score anyway. They don't look threatening ever. They they annoy you with lots and lots of the ball and you go, great, great, great. And then you look ahead and you're thinking, then you see there's no one there at all. And all of them are playing little passes uh, in front of our back four. Very rarely do they get round the back. Um, and so in times, in moments where the, uh, the, the opponent is trying just to waste time with possession and wait for mistakes and frustrate us in the, in this case um uh he did a great job but then i don't think we were that annoyed by it it was only one and we were going to always play better and we certainly had so yeah. many different options in the same way that we could bring on Richarlison. so you're you're kind of relaxed in that it's like we can switch this up and we know our boss mm. is going to do that so we're going to play this one out it's only one nil down uh he's got up his sleeve this four that he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna throw it out at some point and he knew uh he's probably said in his head 10 minutes boom i'm gonna swing i'm gonna swing it this way see if how quickly Tuchel reacts let's hopefully get an advantage in that in that, that in that moment and that's how it played out so 
Uh, second half, uh, no subs. Uh, early on, nice move, Royale into Benteke, Sterling not pressing, one of the rare examples in midfield where Benteke can turn. Uh, finds a dropping Kane who hits a ball over the top uh, over the top to Son. Pass not quite perfect and he's got a tough angle by the time he gets to Mendy but it's a shot. Uh, 47. Uh, Mount slices a left foot cross. Lloris has the tip over. Uh, Richarlison getting ready. Sess off. 56. Oh yeah. So he's done it. Ten minutes after halftime, he's, he's, he's decided at halftime this is what we're going to do, but we're not going to do it straight away because it will steal a march on the opponent. Uh, hopefully that ten minutes, nothing fucks up. Much better Kulo cutting in and getting past Cucurella. Brilliant. 57. Good cross, Royale. No one there. With two up top, now Richarlison is on, surely somebody should have been on the end of it. Fuck me. Uh, so it was Royale, Dyer, Davies, Kulu, Fentenka, Hoibo, Son, left wing, Kane and uh, Richie up front. Uh, Sterling over bar, Loftus-Cheek, bulldozering. Uh, we, but we had a lot between Dyer and Davies, uh, it would go. So if Sterling was a fabulous finisher, he could have, he could have scored, but he's not a fabulous finisher, so that's not going to happen. Uh, Kane, huge chance. Uh, almost missed it on a telly or suddenly he was just through I don't know how mm. uh, Hoiberg releases him such a bad finish massive chance gets too excited not cool at all um, emblematic of his not at the racedness um, but he was snatching at the shot like it like it was a child like it was his debut uh, uh, and, and this is this is where his game's yeah. kind of moved on from just being a man facing the goal. So he doesn't get that chance very often anymore. Normally he's fed in finish. He doesn't have to run mm. 20, 30 yards. And because he had Thiago Silva there, the, the dude couldn't fucking couldn't keep up. So very rarely does Kane in the Premier League have a situation where he's running almost yeah. from the halfway line. Um, to get a shot off, so so he didn't sort out his stride pattern at all. Didn't get close enough to the goal, and um, screwed wide. Uh, a two simple give and goes beats the press and draws out Jorginho, which is great. He was the guy who was sitting in front of Mount and uh, Kante. Uh, little five yard passes exchanged in the middle of the pitch. Um, uh, 1 1 Hoiberg, 67 minutes. Uh, Davis sets sets him. Hoiberg just swings at it. It doesn't, it doesn't even look like he knows what he's doing at that point. It doesn't hit it. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't I don't really know how it goes hard. in after Bentekern. Uh, was it a foul a minute before? Uh, but he, sh- he mistimes the shot. It hits the kind of the gap between your toe and the end of the boot pocket, that little bit of air. If you've got like a boot slightly too big for you, yeah, yeah. yeah the bit, the flappy bit, that's the toe, the end of the boot. Mm. He hits the pocket of it, uh, hits, yeah. uh, catches Kula Bali's calf a touch, um, and then all hell breaks loose. Five minutes later, the game resumes. In that five minutes, mm. <laughs> uh, Conte is in the face of Tuchel. Uh, the be- both benches are up in arms. Uh, they, may, they they exploit the situation to have a water break, but I don't think it was scheduled. But five minutes after scoring that goal, the game resumes. 
everyone was pissed off. Um, uh, fingers were being wagged in people's faces, left, right, and centre. Um, that point, it, the game had finally ignited for us, anyway. And uh, then there's lots of bad blood all over the shop. Um, uh, Jorginho off because he fumbled around with it before before that happened. Um, I'll say perhaps that Benton could tackle my next because he'd lost the ball beforehand. Again, as a referee, I see a guy scrambling. Is that a disadvantage? That's yeah, not 50 yeah. 50. He's it's a 60 40 to Havertz at that point. He's yeah. lost the ball. The guy wants to retrieve it. So he's going to take a risk. And if you take a risk, they're probably going to take it's going to be a foul. So in, a, in most in most situations, I would give that. But that's not how the rules are played now. We've gone back to 1990s prison rules, which is going to be great. Um, Graham Sinus <laughs> at the end said, yes, brilliant. We're back to a, the, the football that I like. Um, we're not going to do the Karen Carney thing. Uh, Jesus Christ. She does roll her eyes a lot. <laughs> in the studio, like, sure, Really? <laughs> But let's fuck. She, let's I, fucking I, mean, yeah, I wasn't. Um, anyway, I didn't see any of the studio action. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's the whole, the whole, it's on a knife edge. He's bristling. Kante switched to a four. What's Tuchel going to do? He's taken off Jorginho after that, twatting around in the box. And, and uh, Hoiberg, who's just hit a shot with his eyes closed, um, you know, winging a prayer, is Fischalison in the line of sight. Again, we don't give a shit anymore. We don't piss around with those stupid little rules everybody gets hat up but nobody cares anymore that's great Anthony Taylor carry on carry on about your business um, what have we got here uh, for 74 minutes James Watercross have a monumental miss uh, uh, yeah. I, it's, it's well brilliant yeah, it's so a terrible the, purpose, the role of the studs out of the feet yes Son is the left winger at this point and uh, not quite, uh, but the cross is just immense. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2 1 James, t- uh, 76. All oh, let's see. Back four. We need all of us, because again, I don't know how they must practice with the back four a lot, Tottenham, to, to be able to use that as um, an auxiliary setup. They, they must they must do this. But you've got Dyer and Davis, the two fucking slow. So you're. you're <laughs> After you're playing five at the back, you're in your head. You're a man down, but they must they must they must know this. But you've got Romero who's on mm. a half injury. He's not really shuffling over enough. Dyer commits commits in, but should see Davis. Uh, Davis should always have a conversation with Dyer. It's like stay close, stay close, stay close. Don't break rank, don't break rank because you're, you're just going to leave me alone. I can't I can't be left alone. We need to stick together on this, otherwise we were going to expose each other and it'd be just horrible and that's just the way it went um, half foul on Kulu but we don't give those anymore into Kante Kante gets into Sterling and at that point um, Dyer's shuffled just squeezed to get to Havertz which was a nonsense move you've got shuffle over to where Davis is, is so Davis can shuffle over to where James is but uh, it's all too fast for them and uh, Dyer's committed for no fucking reason and uh, so it's a two-on-one on Davis. Uh, Lloris is vaporised. The ball goes straight through him. Um, but he was a sitting duck. Uh, this is why we don't play back four. And 
yes, tactically it worked for to get back into the game yeah. and then uh, Tuchel adjusted and then it bit us on the arse. So we switched back. Basuma, Perisic, back to the 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh, and then 81 minutes more uh, for Royale. Uh, Gallagher on for Conte, Pulisic on for Sterling. Look at the shit that's coming on here. Uh, Havertz barges Romero as he passes it. 84. Terrible mistake on Havertz's part. Yeah, oh, she. Uh, Romero chops Havertz <laughs> in half. Havertz stays down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleaned, cleaned, cleaned him out. Wonderful. Cleaned him out. Yeah. Uh, man, man, woman, and child challenge. <laughs> Habit stays down. Uh, Broya on for Habit. Eighty-eight minutes. Um, <laughs> fuck me! I didn't know Perisic had a long throw. Uh, <laughs> uh, James fouls Kane. Late free, late free kick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Perisic, uh, Perisic shits one in. Uh, Dyer. Gets ahead and tips over the bar. Uh, I can't remember whether... So it's the first time ever I've seen a guy hit a corner with his right foot and hit a corner with his left foot. I've, it's, it's, it, this is renaissance, renaissance shit um, going on to be able to, to do that. I can't remember. I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen that. Because uh, no. that's a pain in the ass as well. Because you no. got to trot from one side to the other. Normally, there's someone over there, so you've got to fucking do it. So you're making a huge point, right? I'm going to take this corner. I'm going to walk all the way over to the other side and take it with my other foot. It's incredible. Uh, Perisic in stringer, three Spurs players unmarked, and it's Kane uh, with probably the hardest header of the three. <laughs> Uh, Romero it goes in off James a little yeah. bit Romero uh, right in James's face um, it's weird that he squeezes between <laughs> Koulibaly and nicks off James um, the gap there's no gap at all oh yeah no in terms of just the <laughs> gap that, that it finds is, it's just, yeah yeah, yeah. Richarlison would have, have to align uh, Chelsea marking completely died you've got too many players all over the place there's not enough height in that side anymore um, Conte and Tuchel clash uh, on handshake red card each uh, will miss Wolverhampton oh fucking well because as will Romero uh, 95th minute equaliser mm. two all uh, gutsy performance eight shit forever uh, but had enough to change it up Perisic and Rasalish and Rasalish and Basuma Basuma's going to be a fucking god for it's us uh, such a good she's got such good energy that guy yeah he's also just very oh, yeah. technically good yeah He's got very good feet. Not yeah. that the way that he plays involves having very good feet, but yeah. he's, he's he's extremely he's technically proficient. He's got the first. What Benton Kerr and exactly, yeah. don't he's have. got that with the actual speed. Um, so it'd be great. And the way he celebrated at the yeah. end, Gene up the fans, yeah. it's just great. Uh, just boom, boom, boom. Like the camera <laughs> swung from Kane. He was just going, "Right, right, right, right boys." And then the cameraman goes, "Oh fuck this!" Looking at you, Kane. Look at this guy over here. Boom, let's get to him. Basuma's right in there. And um, he gets it, that boy. He gets it, that boy, you can tell. Um, so it's great. It's great. Uh, two. 
fucking all in a place we never get anything. Uh, referees are giving things. It was a ding dong game. It's brilliant that um, it's brilliant. There's been a rule change, and it looks like both teams didn't really know that there was, and they're kind of learning it as they go. Chelsea can. Well, it's like you said, they, um, the just the ability to just kick the shit out of people stopped a, a long time ago. Yeah. So all of yeah. these players have only ever known not doing that. Uh, so it's, it's going to yeah. be a shock to the system. Lots of bitching. Be, uh, so lots you, of bitching. If you have a Romero in your team, you're. I mean, did did how can you predict that? Because normally you look at him and you go, absolute liability with the rules as they currently stand. But no, not, you're not even thinking it's the rules as they currently stand. You're just thinking this is the game where it's gone now, where the game in, in the Premier League doesn't bear any relation to the game on Hackney Marshes. But they wanted to go back to that slightly. But then we're signing a player yeah. a year before the rule changes. Did Tottenham know the rules were about to change? And we thought, right, we're going to get this guy in. And by the time the rules change, we'll be ahead of everybody else. Because... In many ways, you know, well, like Graham Souness likes Romero, Carragher likes Romero, all of the old school 90s guys love Romero because it reminds me of the guys that they used to play with. But, but did we know, and, a lot, and in some yeah. ways, that other people wouldn't sign players like that with the rules as they, they were previously because, oh, he's just going to be a liability, he's going to be banned for a lot of matches. But we knew in advance to get him a year before the rule change to bed him in. And so by the time he's snarling and biting and pulling people's fucking hair, uh, nobody gives that anymore. What, what a, what a bunch of work from Paratici. Yeah. 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 He's, uh, well, yeah, we've spoken plenty. And probably we will continue pulling, to speak plenty about just how good uh, he is. I did, I did enjoy the fact that Hoiberg <laughs> afterwards spoke to the referee and made this gesture with his hands of this curly hair, this bounteous curly hair. He said, what, what are you going to do in a box crowded full of people and arms are flying everywhere? The hands might end up in that massive triangular perm on, the, on that guy's head. It might end up there. He's a small bloke. I don't have to raise my hand to get to his hair. His hair is where my hands are already. And yeah. and I think yeah, there's an you know, element of Cucurella feeling that a little shit. bit of contact and going for it as well. There's a little bit of that. I'm not dragging you to the floor with my hair if you're by your hair. You're so feeling which... that there's something in there and then I'm going a little bit as well. So I think he was part of the whole thing. So which which corner did that happen at? Was it the one before the one where before, it was yeah. saved? Yeah. Tipped over the bar. Okay. Yes, because, yeah, they were like, well, you know, it's, it was a foul. But if it was a foul in a previous corner, I don't think the ref can do anything about that. It's either, it has to either be exactly. a red card offence or there's fuck all they can do, I think. And, I mean, a few people are like, well, you know, you can't pull hair, there should be a red card. It's like, Really? Really? It's not Pulling a red hair. card anyway. Is a red card? I mean, it doesn't happen no, often. It's and yeah, it's it happens shit. off the ball. Red card? Come on. Yeah. Like, no. No, no there's, there's never a red card for that, which means it's, I don't think there's anything decision-wise for the ref to do. But isn't that stupid on Chelsea's part, then, if they're, they're, they're going down for so, it? Because yeah. I, I think <laughs> Cucurella knew what was going on and tried to take advantage of it. He said, oh, he's got a bit of my hair here. 
I do have a lot of it, and it's very difficult for somebody, in a, again, in a congested box, not to be picking up on a bit of my hair because it's fucking everywhere. And so he feels it, tries to get an advantage, go down and realize yeah. there's no fucking advantage. Uh, they're still moaning and, and um, complaining. And then it all comes in the other way, this superb ball <laughs> with uh, Perisic's wrong foot where they're still brain scrambled. There's nobody marking. There's three blokes. You know, more over yeah. Charleston and Harry Kane could have scored the fucking header. Kane uh, scores it somehow, whereas there's two guys who are, who are, who are queuing up for it. Um, so, yeah, yeah Tuchel at the end of the match saying the line of sight for Richarlison and the Benton Kerr uh, and the, 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 the hair pulling was a thing for the other one. Um, or a foul, certainly. Uh, yeah, I mean, he suggested yeah. that Richelson was going for the ball, and no. like I was saying I was watching highlights before. He doesn't, he doesn't go for the ball at all. No, he he stands basically still, and yeah, it does go very close to him. And there is an argument to keep his unsighted because no. of the position but he's also in. Also, it acts in our yeah. favour that the shot was so soft no, no, really. that the keeper had ages to fucking deal with it. It took a fucking eternity to go in. Yeah. Yeah, he clearly didn't want yeah. to smash it because he knew that would end up. Fuck knows where that would end up. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's kind of tried to pass it, but not really caught it that well. But yeah. I suppose it was just side netting enough. And, and so I, there were a couple of players ahead of Richelson as well, which were blocking oh, the yeah. view. Well, so it, it wasn't hit, like it, it was only Richelson. For God's sake. But uh, yeah, that, that has no. Yeah. It has no right no, going no, that's in, really. absolutely fine. Again, but, years gone by, cool. would have lost who scored that. It was slightly spawny. It was like head, hit and hope. Um, and then a set piece was absolutely fine. We conceded a set piece. That writes that wrong. Um, uh, and then mm. all hell breaks loose and, and uh, it's, it's, it's meme-tastic meme and uh, there's lots of sing, singing and dancing. And, and it, it's good. It's good. It's good. I can't remember the last time a Tottenham manager had a ding dong uh, was there a Martin Yol was there a Martin Yol with Wenger yeah I think there was a Martin Yol somebody got in his face so there's not much somebody that there's he not much crushed. of that and that's the, that's, the, that's the thing everybody wants no. this this is the drama we want a, a team that is serious doing serious things pissing off for whatever reason, who's considered the the establishment? Uh, this is the crowbar. This is the crowbar that we need to wedge between um, Pep and Klopp. And I can't wait to see more. The, the, the other great thing of drawing two all against Chelsea. Chelsea finished third. Uh, it's the last game on a Sunday. Everyone's watching. I don't care who the fuck you are. Man City and uh, Liverpool watching that again. Jesus Christ. This is going to be fucking horrible playing Spurs. It will be fucking horrible against Spurs. And yeah. you know it's coming. That's 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 the great thing. And if you know it's coming, you're starting to think about it. If you're starting to think about it, you're not you're not quite thinking as much about yourselves too much as and and in the peptopia and in the cloptopia, they they don't like doing that too much. They play their game in the same way last season. Klopp said, "I can't play the way Tottenham play." It's it's coming. It's coming for you. We all know it's coming. <laughs> we're all going to lure you into our fucking cave, and we're going to beat you over the head. 
And this is something Tottenham have never known. We've never <laughs> known this. We're just the nice guys that sometimes can play really well and, and yeah. have a, a couple of flair players that might fuck you up. But more often than not, we'll make you feel better about where your season's going. Uh, we beat Tottenham handsomely. But there's no real value in it because Tottenham were never really going to, they were in a position to be competitive against you in the first place. So we, all we could ever do was give it a go. Give it a go. Sometimes our fancy damn players might do something lovely. We are not in that world no. anymore. We're in a, a a dark, murky hole of a universe. A dark realm. A dark realm, precisely yeah. that. And we're just going to do this for a while. Yes, we are the nice mm. guys. We we do have nice footballers and do nice things, but we're not doing that. We're going to dispense with that for a bit and just hurt people. Hurt people for a while. Let's see how let's let's see how that goes. <laughs> and Chelsea don't want it. Chelsea are different. Yeah. Like we're, we're we're trying to be I wouldn't say we're trying to be Chelsea. We're we're trying to get to that competitive level, not being the horrible bastards that they are. We're just going to try and get to that fucking horrifically, like army-like squadron bunch of assholes yeah. to just get fucking jobs done. Yeah, do our bit, get jobs done. Ten Hart, we're gonna we're gonna do that. So that it, it, that's great. It's 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 a proper little proper little military outfit, and that's good. We're gonna do that for a while. And anybody else who's not up for that, and that's 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 the that's our opponents. If um, if Pep doesn't want to go to war, Klopp doesn't want to go to war. We were going to war regardless, regardless. So um, it's up it's up to you. And and the way that we. We're in the trenches and ate shit for such an extended period of time. It's such a brilliant thing for a man like Conte, who loves all that stuff. He loves suffering, so he had, he got he got what he wanted. He suffered for ages, and the and the result came out of it that was positive, and it was last gasp. It was mm. we play to the end. This is what they will tell you. We play to the end, to the final whistle. We keep going and um, we'll get our rewards. And you're looking at Tuchel at the end of it. You're thinking, oh, I, to concede a 95th minute goal, you'll, you just feel like it's a real abuse. It's a real, my God, my boys aren't strong enough to even handle it <laughs> to the 95th minute. We thought it was one. And these, these fucking soldiers came in there and did it after mm. being bashed, bombarded, not by a better football team necessarily, just a team that thought they were street more streetwise than us. But we are so tough in that, in that sense. And we have so many options to, to bring on now of beautiful, nasty bastards yeah, and can play. I can do it. So it, we, it's not, yeah. oh, it wasn't our day. No, it can exactly. be our day even when it isn't our day. And I just, I just love that. The fact you could bring on Richarlison to for, for like Kane hasn't done any running the entire game. It's like Sunday morning football. Oh, bring on, bring on Richie he can do Harry's running for a bit. And then suddenly you've got two guys up front. Kane is still not mm. doing fuck all, but you're waiting for him to get his one chance. And Richarlison is buzzing <laughs> around 
buzzing around doing all of Harry Kane's running. Fresh. Yeah, he was a nuisance. Fresh. Yeah. Right up people's yeah. noses from the start, all over the spot, like just waiting for, to dive, waiting to spring a uh, uh, a, a fancy. Um, once you get in the tight, in the shit, just spring up into the air after a bit of contact. And it was something the the the, the Chelsea boys hadn't hadn't seen up to that point. They thought they got a measure on our on our team, and and up until that point, they precisely did. But then Richarlison comes on, and it makes such a hell of a difference um, for this particular game. And he'll he'll yeah. he'll, he'll take minutes off Kane and Son and Kulu, and um, you know when we just need the guy to run around a bit, and it's great. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, and yeah, I was, you know, I was, there kids in the the garden next door and I was screaming my head off in here and they all came running in and said, Jesus Christ, what was that? That's <laughs> the 95th, 95th minute equaliser in, in that... That horrible, nasty place. See, it seems the uh, official, well, I say official, the Argentinian expert who commented on Romero's uh, injury not being muscular, apparently Romero has liked that post on social media, which Ah. would supposedly confirm that is truth. (laughs) That's the goal, must feel like an absolute idiot. What is he reporting? Or is that the story? Because uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, that's the story. I can't imagine the medics uh, ordered the Tottenham PR machine. The club may have given that. Yeah, fed him. Just in case he was going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or was it somebody? Yeah, muscular injury is the vaguest thing ever, isn't it? Oh, let's just tell him muscular injury. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, some guy was tweeting talk- after the injury saying, "Oh, Romero." to Little King's regen a little too seriously <laughs> uh, which is nice except they're not even remotely the same player Sierra replied with uh, Ledley would massage the ball off his opponent when he tackled them their lower back problem was gone and they had softer skin <laughs> Romero is attempting to wipe out several generations with every tackle <laughs> they're not the same they're not the same they're both excellent but it's they're not the same I didn't catch I didn't catch that reply very good. Ledley oh, was something else. An artist. Yeah, Ledley was an artist, whereas Romero is a destroyer. Yeah. Yeah, Ledley, Ledley could make the ball disappear <laughs> and then reappear. Wait a minute. Exactly, yeah. He would tackle people without them knowing they've been tackled. Whereas <laughs> Romero, your ancestors know you've been fucking hit, mate. That's the thing, you know you've been tackled. <laughs> Basically, exactly. It's now in your DNA. <laughs> it's imprinted some Assassin's yeah. Creed shit. In a couple of generations, some guy's going to somehow revisit the past and suddenly feel pain from a Romero tackle. <laughs> the imprint will send shock your eyes throughout your future family mm. history. I love it. Uh I just want to take a, a short minute to enjoy how awful Manchester United are bottom in the league. 
Um, the only reason I say this is because they, they played the first game of the season. Ericsson is a false nine. Ericsson is a false nine, the first game of the season. And then the second game yeah. of the season, they play him as the deepest lying yeah. midfielder. <laughs> Yes, it's, this is a guy who yeah. died almost died on the yeah. pitch and now you're putting in a false nine you're playing for Manchester United yeah. you're playing false nine and then playing the deepest line midfielder one week to the next ten hours and stitching them up with shitty oh, passes <laughs> yeah I know it's, it's, it, it is it's beautiful it's beautiful to watch I mean like um, <laughs> As far as I'm aware, and I haven't always said much United, but I yep. feel like De Gea is a good goalkeeper, but uh, he gave two goals away and you're immediately fucked. And I've seen a couple of highlight reels, highlight reels of his clangers and Jesus Christ, yeah. man, there's a lot. Man, there's a lot of real basics, squeezing under him, squirming under him, fucking up catches and it rolling over the line. So, like, as bad a team as you might be if your goalkeeper is throwing away two goals what the fuck are you meant to do (laughs) how are you meant to compete with that I mean this guy's throwing it into his own net this is insane but just looking at the entire lineup it's just shit it's just shit and now it sounds like everybody's just turning them down because they don't want to be associated with the shit there was all that chat about getting De Jong but how, how can you compete with, so, uh, with Chelsea? It's like in the Champions League and they, they're not bottom yeah. of the league. <laughs> After two games. No, exactly. And they're not in total disarray. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it yeah, it's a beautiful thing to witness. Like, as you mentioned previously, of, of our childhood was the Fergie era. So, so you've got... Fuck them. So, like, I, mm. I, it's, it's unfathomable how clueless they're... They, they are um, at the moment. Yes. The first one goes through De Gea. You've got, yeah, Ericsson, who the dead guy who is playing deepest midfielder in the game that you played in your infinite wisdom as false nine the week before, only the week before. Lots of passengers. 2-0, uh, Jensen, horror show. Yeah. Uh, why did De Gea um, pass to Ericsson in that situation? It's just horrific. You just go long. <laughs> at that point uh, but this is obvious Fred sits or if you're doing McTominay but McTominay's shit but you don't have Ericsson as your as your uh, your Fulcrum guy like, like Fred or no, at least yeah, McTominay, Fred or McTominay is, sits Ericsson yeah. and Fernandez on either Newton. side Ericsson is a player who supplements things yes at the new Camp he played uh, deeper in, in central midfield and, and was made the early pass before the pass incisive pass that eventually gets to <laughs> Um, Mora to score his goal and that whole Champions League run comes comes from that kind of sit but um, not at any point and yes they uh, might have an opportunity but not at any points that this team look prepared to deal with uh, Brentford they're playing this Lissandro Martinez this tiny little bastard uh, they were not at any point were they prepared to fulfil this fixture. Uh, the, this team selection is just wrong. Uh, United need to sell R- Ronaldo immediately. Get get his spectre away from this fucking team. Fernandez needs dropping. The guy's yeah. shite. Um, Rashford, I don't even know what he is anymore. Maguire is bad. This is a horrible team. Lobotomized team. Uh, Ten Ten Hag needed to tear all this up. He certainly didn't need to keep Maguire as captain. Ranić was right. He was right, and that's why they got rid of him. 
Raniak said they needed nine, seven, eight, nine, ten players. Yeah, yeah, and that's what like three, four seasons, really. And yeah, you know, it's it's fucking Man United. They're not tolerating that shit. We need quick fixes, and we fucking need them now. But then you know, Ten Hag isn't a quick fix, but it's it's them trying to buy into the the project manager young guy you know he's 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 got his way of doing things and he's it's it's kind of the pochettino thing where he ends up with teams of players who are very happy with the way that he does things and want to do things for him and run through walls for him and all that bollocks uh whereas he's walked into a team that is in just fucking total chaos yeah you've got ronaldo swimming around (laughs) essentially trying to manage while you're managing at the same time well, at the same time as trying to leave, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a ludicrous task because he's he's the probably the sort of guy. I mean, I don't know how good he actually is, but he's probably the sort of guy that yeah, if if you're looking for a proper total rebuild, yeah. like total rebuild, he's your man. But they're not. That's not their game because they need to, in their minds, they need to still be yeah. competing. But it's just not fucking possible with the guys that they've got. It, it just isn't. It's a weird mishmash yeah. of players from different managers and systems that don't really work. And you're just relying on players doing very good things. And last season, what Ronaldo was scored a lot of goals, saved them in a lot of games when they probably wouldn't have been previously. But that's not sustainable. <laughs> and that's not the way that a team like Man United should be playing. So it's, uh, yeah, no, the demise for it to be in such magnis- magnificent yeah. flames is how, um, how on earth it's a beautiful sight to hold because it's like, going to take uh, a very long Hart time walked in, to fix it a very long time 10 to days, fix it walked in and gave it all to Biggin about training and picking up cones and putting your putting your bibs back and all this kind of shit and as soon as I saw him carry on with Harry Maguire I said you're, you're continuing this shit you're continuing this. You you had an opportunity to fuck it all up, and the, it's clearly the hierarchy has said, "Make the noises that you're going to change things up." But this is how it's going to go. These are the high earners. They're going to keep keep going. You need to play him, well, and then Ten Hag's giving the appearance that he's his own man, but he absolutely isn't. He's completely the yes man of these these other guys. He's a fucking grateful bastard. You've got Ronaldo who doesn't want to be there, but it's a fucking waste of time and he's kind of giving counter orders. You've got a guy who's dead who, who's playing in false nine, but then you play in central midfield. You've got, yeah, the, the, the captain situation, situation is a complete joke. What on earth are all of you people doing at that place? Uh, you're kind of pl- pl- you're you're placating mm. fans, and you're not, how, you're not how doing you it cheap as well. It so wrong. You're expensively assembling rubbish, mm. and they're persisting with people that should never be persisted yeah. with, and and just okay. it's attempted quick fixes in certain places, as you said, Fred and McTominay are definitely not quick fixes, uh, but they're persisting with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't make much sense. I mean, imagine a lot of it is. And that's their a lot of these problem. players are on such they're high wages; they can be quite difficult to, to shift. Some of them, some of them, some of them won't want to leave. Yeah, because like, I think I've said in other yeah. ones, like Marcus Rashford needs to leave. He needs to go somewhere else. 
just to try and reignite something. But I don't think he wants to. Uh, he's a local lad and all that sort of shit, and you know he's got his community work and all that stuff. So. Other than that, it's most players are probably going to have to take. Yeah, yeah, was, exactly. Like, They're um, going to have to take a pay cut to go somewhere else. So, and not so do far that. back, you had so, uh, Alexis Sanchez who was on five hundred grand a week. That it just it literally turned up and then gave up mm. immediately. Uh, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's doing now. I think he's. Where was he? I can't even remember. Is he Inter? Is that's been ripped up or? Uh, did I see his name recently? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it may have been terminated. Saka, 50 million pound right back. I remember sitting, I I saw I him sitting on the, yeah, the no, top side um, on a hot day using an insole. I don't know whether it was an insole from his shoe or somebody else's boot. He was sitting there fanning himself with an insole. What yeah, the fuck like was that? Like the richest club in the world. Does he take that out of McTominay's <laughs> boot or something? I don't know what the yeah. fuck. It just... Yeah. Sancho yeah, no, isn't very um, good. I don't know what the hell's going on. I have to stop watching at 52. So I'm not learning anything. This is horrible. Um, I, I was just very interested. Yeah, I, I wasn't watching it, but yeah. I was... Well, I heard kind that yeah, Everton had played a false nine a week before and then he was playing a deep line centre midfielder the week after. And I go, wow, I've got to see how much, how much of a car crash this is. Uh, and then everything that Benford do is about set pieces and percentage play. And then I play a five foot six guy in centre back. Well, you've got Maguire who's running across the pitch to because they're mm. they're swapping Ivan Tony yeah. about to go on a small guy. So which means Maguire has to move over to the Sandro Masandro is and the Sandro moves away. So they, I've got centre backs who are swapping. <laughs> They're swapping around. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What a team. So they're dead. So the, the predictions for the season yeah. is always going to be, you've got you, you're Man City and Liverpool. I think City uh, still far and away. But if, if Liverpool aren't going to offer much resistance here, because they've already started shit, they've already... They've, they've uh, what it, drawn at home to Palace and mm. two draws and Fulham. You know, you're already yeah. losing ground on these guys. So I I see Chelsea will play well against, they can stodge it up against the big teams, but I don't think they'll get, they don't have enough firepower to score enough goals to do anything interesting um, against all the shit, against all the rubbish. We'll score lots of goals yeah. against the rubbish. Yeah, and may, may or may not win but although last season we did well against yeah. Liverpool and Man City but Liverpool and Man City after doing that stuff they're, they're very aware and again with the performance against Chelsea they're very aware of what's going on you know they're, no, they're very aware of Conte they're very aware of what his timescales uh, timelines are so we're, we're on to them and if Liverpool are waiting around yeah. to get that, that central midfielder that's going to fix everything um, that silver bullet midfielder that's that's a season where you can steal a march and so they've got a situation where they don't have enough midfielders they're, they are having a, a slight mini crisis already with injuries uh, they're already losing Nunes it still should be enough I think are they playing Arsenal on the weekend I think they are um, you know so there's already there's, there's all this shit going on you're thinking is Diaz going to do it we don't really know yet you can't bank on it yes Salah but who are you going to play up top? Are you going to, are you going to go with Jota again? Your midfield's in bits. Uh, Matip's got a bit of an injury. 
it's all it's all it's all started. Um, yes, with Romero being out for the Liverpool got United. Fucking hell! Yeah, got United. So Liverpool, Manchester United can be bottom of the league with no points <laughs> after after three games. Yeah, I'll be on uh, some Monday. My night. God, my yeah, God! And how long will Eric Ten Days get? Oh God. Well, I mean, I'd say you, you don't hire somebody like him unless you're at least pretending to commit to a project. And, you know, you can't, you've got to pretend a bit longer than a couple of weeks. <laughs> like Christmas, maybe, if it's, if it's still that horrendous. Uh, like, he'll pick I mean, up a little got bit. To make a statement. They've got to make a statement and say, I don't care uh, what happens but, this year. This is a free hit because otherwise they're just going to go down the same fucking route. Yeah. Where, oh, his yeah. position's untenable. Un- immediately mm. untenable. It's untenable right now because your club is untenable. Mm. Everything that you're doing is wrong. So you can't play the guy who just walked <laughs> in today, last week, mm. 10 days ago, Eric, 10 days. It, so just, yeah. just say, yeah. just say this season is a write-off, but they won't <laughs> say it's a write-off. They'll say we could challenge. You know, oh, Oh, it's only going to take them a re- like relegation yeah. for them to re- for everybody else to go. You know what? I don't think they're going to win the Premier League this year. Only when they're they're in the Championship will people understand. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck those guys. Uh, Arsenal started quite well, but they're not played anyone good. So that's that's fine. Um, They'll they'll do what they yeah. do. No, exactly. Uh, nice. Chelsea, I don't think they have the firepower. Yes, they have a couple of weeks, but I don't think in the same way that uh, Tuchel got rid of Lukaku. Does he want a centre forward? I don't think he likes it. I think he likes. Um, he doesn't necessarily like personalities up there. He's, who he's trying be. to retrofit uh, Havertz into a snarling bastard. No, but look at the I guy. So. He's a flouncy half mm. midfielder striker yeah. who pretends to be annoyed just because Tuchel tells him to be annoyed in the same way that Tuchel pretends to be annoyed but he was very very aware that he would get flattened very quickly by anybody with any violent um, bone in the body of which Tuchel clearly does not he's playing a game he's told Havoc yeah. to play a game you know this is a side that used to have Drogba and, and um, Diego Costa I don't know what these guys that they're pretending they're, they're like they're going these are the strikers yeah. that we used to have they used to be like this could you be like that no you have to be that type of player you can't tell someone to be that player you are you are you are and this is a yeah. German guy who's a bit of a flouncer number 10 who can shift around a bit he's not a killer he never will be and you can't tell him to do that in the same way you can't tell Tuchel mm. you can't take him seriously in a fucking no. bare knuckle fight um, you either have it or you don't. Mm. Uh, so Chelsea have a little bit of a situation, but then does Tuchel even? Then you were thinking, is Tuchel going to be the manager any long term anyway? Because uh, he's serving up a thing that I don't think Chelsea can quite, quite can quite stomach. Um, uh, to turn your back on Lukaku like that after spending that amount of money, which, who is that? So that's the club decision that did that. But then again, it's the COVID world and Abramovich not being able to be there to pick up the the fucking check. 
so now they're in this other world of Sterling and Havertz and Mount. Uh, who yeah. is no nobody else? It's Sterling and Havertz with Mount and Kante behind. You're like, where the fucking goals in that? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just the goals. No, no, no. That's what you want. Who the fuck is the fucking goals? You would assume something will happen. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. You'd assume it would. Um, it, they'll they'll sign someone, but no, I don't. I, I don't know who there is of note that they could possibly get. And yeah, as you say, yeah. I don't know if that's because you want to sort of busy, busy guys dodging up. Um, <laughs> really? So. Uh, so that's the situation. Yeah, so, so they're, yeah, they're Man not City, of consequence. Like, okay, let's give them a go. Liverpool could be slightly in disarray or, or just slightly um, realigned. There's a certain realignment occurring. Chelsea are, are dead. So uh, a two-all draw at Stamford Bridge pretty much um, solidifies... And makes top four a certainty for this season. I think that I think we can make that uh, assumption from uh, the second game of the season. Uh, so that is in, that's in the bag. So now it's like, yeah. what do we do with this now? Because Conte is not interested in three or four. He wants to go for the big one. So let's stay stay in this fucker uh, as long as we can. As the, and, and already we're so competitive in this shit, even when we're suffering and eating turd, that yeah. we. Eat turd, competitive turd eating. <laughs> eat turds competitively. We will eat more shit than any other team in so this league. hot dog competitions. We will gobble down that shit all day long <laughs> and still come for you. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.